Welcome and thank you for joining us for the NABIP Healthcare Happy Hour, the official podcast of the National Association of Benefits and Insurance Professionals. Before we begin, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The podcast is distributed on these platforms every Friday and is included in NABIP's weekly member-exclusive health policy newsletter, The Washington Update, giving you a head start on your healthcare happy hour. Good afternoon. On this week's episode of the Healthcare Happy Hour, I am here with Rick Israel, who is the principal of South Florida-affiliated health insurers and Medicare advisor who has a compelling story about the perpetuation of his father's business, now his business, that we are excited to share with you today. So, Rick, thank you so much for joining us. Would you mind starting off by telling us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Well, thank you, Daniel, for having me here today. I'm excited but sad at the same time to share this story with our fellow NABIT members. But to get started, I've been in the sales industry since I was 16 years old, uh, did mainly retail work for all that time because that was just where I felt my niche was at the time and moved here to Huntsville, Alabama with a grocery store chain uh, with an opportunity to uh, dive in headfirst with the company here. And my story is, is I was going to open the stores and move back to Atlanta, but the story is a beautiful redhead got in my way and you guys can figure out what happened at that point. So I made Huntsville my home and uh, I grew to love the city as I watch it continue to grow and saw the potential there for opportunities in the future. Um, and now we're fortunate to have a, a wonderful family, two grown adult children who are very successful in their own areas of expertise. Towards the beginning of this year, right at the beginning of this year, my wonderful wife decided to hang up her apron of retail and has joined the agency as a, a wonderful office manager. So how did you get involved in the agency? It was your father's business first, right? It was my father's business, but the start came as I saw retail, retail industry starting to change to a different type of design that I just really wasn't accustomed to and was not very open-minded to it, I decided that it would be best to think about following my dad's footsteps, you know? And so I went and uh, sat and got my life and health insurance license and sat on it, didn't do anything with it. When you're the main breadwinner of the family and you need to provide the uh, benefits that are so much needed for raising a family, I really couldn't do anything with it. Fast forward to 2019, after I'd been in retail for 30 plus years, I decided that it was time to continue hanging it up. And April, my wife took on the duty of doing the benefits because she knew that there was something there, there was an opportunity there. And then in 2021, my father reached out to me and had to have that heart to heart conversation where we found out that his life was being cut short due to a disease that he had. And there was no return from it. And so he brought me underneath his wing and uh, started teaching me the right way of doing the right thing by taking care of individuals. And then everything kind of 
came to a screeching halt in September, September 3rd of 2021 is the day we got the phone call that dad had passed. And I thought to myself, okay, here we go. This is the opportunity that he was talking about. Of course, we're sorry for your loss. And it's a moving story. And we appreciate you sharing it. In terms of the timing, would you have become a partner sooner or done anything differently? Oh, sure. Of course. We are in an industry that can be lucrative as far as an income is concerned. And I didn't see that because my priorities at the time, like I mentioned a minute ago, was my family providing for you know my wife and my two young children at the time. And this is definitely not a get-rich-quick type industry, so I knew that there had to be a lot of hard work, and I didn't really understand how much was there and what was entailed in starting it. So to answer your question, yes, if I had you know, really thought hard and long about it, I would have reached out to my dad a lot sooner, but there was over 750 miles that separated us. I'm in Huntsville, Alabama, and he was in Boynton Beach, which is Palm Beach County, Florida. And I wasn't too sure exactly how that was going to work and how he was going to be able to give me the support that he felt that I needed to get started because it was, he felt the burden on him up until almost the day he passed that he wished that he had been able to be there to guide me and to help me where I could have started sooner. But mm -hmm. Daniel, I believe that timing is always a key and no matter what you do. Absolutely. In terms of the succession planning aspect of all of this, what was it like in September? What were some of the things that you had to do? And maybe in that experience, is there any advice you can give folks who are looking into succession planning? That is a two-part question that I am very passionate about because I do not want individuals to have to go through what I went through. September 3rd, my dad passed and September 4th, the business is mine. And when you're in the Medicare space like I'm in, you have to make sure that all your certifications are done, contracts are signed. And then October 15th is right around the corner. My problem was getting all the contracts transferred over to keep the business going and be ready for annual enrollment. I have a lot of respect for my NMO, which is Berwick Insurance Group, their contracting department, namely uh, Blair Ferris. And then, of course, uh, my relations manager for Berwick is Vanessa Parker. She basically just took me underneath their wings and gave me an outline. And they said, if you do this step by step by step by step by step, it'll all work out. And I remember sitting in the hotel room, waking up at about seven o'clock in the morning with the bright sunlight coming out and working until the sun set every single day for five days. And it was a very, very daunting task. You know, the paperwork had to be signed properly. Contracts had to be signed properly. And if it had not been for Berwick, we most likely would have lost the book. I could not let that happen. There were several times where dad felt like giving up and we know that was his illness. And I told him, I said, we can't do that. I said, you have over 300 souls in your book of business that are relying on you. And now they're relying on me. But the most 
comforting thing was that as we started contacting all the clients, they were completely understanding of everything that was going on and said, take care of what you have to take care of. We have until December 7th. Mm -hmm. And that helped that, that, that took some pressure off of me, but it was the simple fact that having to do it all and trying to mourn at the same time was almost impossible. Succession plans, and, and I have made mention to several individuals within NABIP about how important this topic is because a lot of individuals who do the group benefit side of our business may be captured agents and are not individual and they're working for the company. When you're an independent agent, you have nobody telling you what to do or structure. You have to do it. And so it, it's important for the independent agents of our organization to understand how important this is. Yes, absolutely. So some folks listening right now, unfortunately, wouldn't have the fortune of having a child who can get into the business, not quite in a moment's notice, but pretty close to it. You were able to get this worked out through those very long days. But for folks who don't have that potential opportunity with a child in the business, they might have to get more creative and get really good advice about what their potential options might be. So what advice would you have for them? Well, first of all, I would convince them to join NABIP. When my father was with us, NABIP was at that time NAHU. He told me the first thing you're going to do when you get your license, you're going to join this organization. I said, why? And he said, one day you will know. One day you will find out. And the day he passed away is the day I found out why. Because I had already made so many connections in a positive way. You know, I don't know of anybody that I've ever met that looks at this industry or life in a negative aspect. Everything was so positive and it felt comforting. It felt home. So I encourage individuals who may just come across this podcast and say, okay, I need to really think about this because the connections and what I would recommend somebody doing also is find somebody who you know, who you have built relationship with, who has the same drive that you do and the same ethics background that you do, because you don't want to just hand off a book of business to somebody who you don't know or can't trust, mm -hmm. because that's your livelihood. That is what you have built and have worked years to build, not just to hand off to anybody, because if you don't have a family member, a lot of individuals who do not understand that you can't just give your book of business to a relative if they're not licensed. They have to be licensed first. So if you don't have any family members that have any inkling of wanting to do insurance, you know that that is not an avenue to go down. So then you have to look at somebody who already does it. And that's where the relationships can be built and trust can be built. I'm already personally looking at who's going to take over my book of business not saying that anything's going to happen to me in the next day or so, but we just don't know. Mm -hmm. And if we don't, if we're not prepared, I mean, why would somebody not buy a life insurance policy to take care of their loved ones upon your passing? Well, you've got how many souls within your book of business? That's, <laughs> that's your life insurance plan for your family or whoever to make sure that everything is taken care of. So definitely 
find somebody who you know who's in the business who has the same knowledge you do and and drive. Thank you for that. Well said. Regarding the legal details of succession, would you recommend that business owners and agents out there who might have potential perpetuation issues get themselves an attorney? Should they go and know who their attorney is? Or what would you recommend in terms of the timing on that? I would definitely look at legal advice. Obviously, that's something that each individual has to do. But I know that I ran into this, that every carrier that we have in our book of business says, well, do you have a trade agreement? Do you have anything in writing that says that you're supposed to be the new agent or record or the new principal? Well, if you don't have that on legal documentation, well, your word is only as good as your word. But if you have legal advice and it's in writing and it's recorded, well, then there you go. Everything is said and done, signed off, and everything just moves over. What I had to do was 10 times more difficult than somebody who just has a piece of paper that says, upon the passing of this individual, this individual gets the book of business. It goes right to the carriers, to the succession department, and everything is done and taken care of. So definitely, I would seek out legal advice. You can't just go to any attorney. It needs to be an attorney who has some business law knowledge, some succession plan knowledge, some estate planning knowledge. Because, you know, you can't just call up an attorney who doesn't know what to do or how to do it, write it up for you where, it, you know, it's legit. It's great that you've been able to carry on the family tradition and legacy through all of this. Hopefully it inspires some folks out there who don't currently have a plan in place today to put one in place. So thank you so much for sharing your story. Do you have any last piece of advice for our listeners? You know, this is such a, a large topic. There are so many different intricacies. If I can be that one voice within our organization that can get something started, then kudos. I mean, it has to start somewhere. I would encourage every chapter within our organization, no matter whether you're in California, New York, Washington, Florida, or anywhere in between, Talk to your state president, talk to your chapter presidents about having a panel for your state convention about succession planning. This needs to be a wave. Nobody should have to go through what our agency went through. And I'm not saying my dad did wrong by all means. My dad's original successor passed away before he did. And so he had to realign everything. And by that time, he was ill and there was no time. If you're young in this business and you're an independent business owner like I am, and you're trying to make sure that the business goes on after you do, just because you're 30, 40, or 50 years old does not mean wait till you're 60 or 70, because that may be too late. You need to do it when you're young. This way, everything is planned out. Absolutely. Well, this has been a fantastic conversation. I speak on behalf of all the NAPIT members who will be listening to this and probably non-members as well, that I appreciate you having this conversation with me and appreciate your willingness to be a source of inspiration and education in this topic. So thank you for that. It is now time for the NAPIP Healthcare Happy Hour Toast of the Week. So Rick, who are we toasting to this week? I'd like to 
give kudos to one, two very important people to me. Actually, let me make it three. One is Vanessa Parker. She has been instrumental in helping me keep this business afloat. The second would be my father for leaving me a blessing. And third would be my wife for being that inspiration, for supporting me, for being my cheerleader, and for giving up an income to come help me make sure that this agency succeeds. Cheers. Thank you for joining us for NAPIP's Healthcare Happy Hour, the official podcast of the National Association of Benefits and Insurance Professionals. For more information on NABIP's government affairs efforts or to become a member, visit nabip.org.